The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Fascinating interviews and compelling conversations. Be present. The Diane Ray Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show today. I'm so glad you could tune in and join me. We're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects of all time, mediumship. And I just love this subject. I've always been that kid, kind of the the weirdo that is uh, interested in, you know, ghost stories and metaphysical things and tarot cards. You know, I, I was always that kid, you know, so I'm always interested in exploring these kinds of ideas, you know, being able to contact people on the other side, contacting your loved ones or receiving messages from spirit. So I'm sure a lot of you are interested in this too. You know, have you ever had something happen that you thought might be a message from a lost loved one and you maybe disregarded it as coincidence or maybe you took note? I don't know. Sometimes I would just disregard things and not really notice it. You know, maybe it was a feather in a strange place or a song that came on the radio at a certain time. A lot of times our loved ones are trying to reach out And we just don't realize it. So my guest today is going to share some ways to strengthen our natural gifts of intuition and also tell us ways we can communicate with our loved ones who who have passed, as well as maybe communicating with angels and spirit guides. So I'm really excited to welcome my guest today. Maureen Hancock is a world-renowned spirit medium, intuitive teacher, holistic healer, and author of the best-selling book, The Medium Next Door, Adventures of a Real-Life Ghost Whisperer. And she's the star of the Style Network documentary, Psychic in Suburbia. And she's done many interviews on TV and print and radio, including Coast to Coast with George Norrie, Fox TV, CNN, you name it. And she's done it. And Maureen also has her own program through her website, Maureen Hancock University, to help people discover and develop their mediumship abilities. And you can find her on her website, MaureenHancock.com. So Maureen, welcome to the show. I'm really happy to have you on. I am so excited to be with you as well. Thank you. Well, it's so great to have you back on Unity Online Radio. We had first spoken a few months back uh, regarding a event that you were doing um, with some grief experts, Paul Denniston uh, doing grief yoga, and also my friend David Kessler. So it's great to have you on here uh, just by yourself exploring some of these really interesting topics. I love this stuff. (laughs) This is my favorite thing to talk about. So you have spent decades helping to demystify the subject of life after death, and you're really passionate about helping people open the door to communicating with their loved ones, and you work with people at different events and with your online courses. So in your experience, does everyone have the ability to open the door to communication? Yeah, I actually really push that to help everyone know that you're an intuitive being and you were born with the ability to see, feel, hear, sense your loved ones in spirit and use your intuition. So my goal, and it has been this way for many years, is to open folks up to the innate abilities that they already have. And I think stress gets in the way, life, grief, and I can help peel back the layers 
I call it the artichoke to find the heart again and just kind of re-spark, relight the spiritual pilot. And you found out you had this ability as a child. And I was reading on your website that you actually come from a long line of Irish mystics. That's so interesting. So was this openly talked about at home and kind of no big deal or, or how was that handled growing up? So growing up in a, you know, very strict, large Irish Catholic family just outside of Boston, you can hear the wicked awesome accent. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was definitely not talked about too much. Uh, my mom and my grandmother, head of the God squad, you know, squad squeezing the beads. But then I found out in my teen years, my grandmother was reading tea leaves. Her sister was a very like well-known Irish mystic who had to leave Ireland and move to Scotland. She had droves of people at her thatched cottage in Donegal, Ireland, looking for healings, readings. They would line up, sleep overnight. And, and everybody says that I look like Aunt Annie, by the way. So that's kind of interesting. And, um, but my mom read the tarot cards, even though super Catholic, but no, it wasn't really talked about. So I, I kept it to myself as a young child, seeing the visions and, you know, ghosts filling my room. I had lead paint poisoning. I was in a coma. I ate enough lead to kill five male adults. And then I started to see dead people at five years old when I finally got to come home from the hospital after three years uh, at Children's Hospital in Boston. And then I shut it off at some point and it came back after a car accident at 25 years old, broke every bone in my face, had a near death. My grandmother, Maggie Mack, the one I was speaking of, she had just passed away and I felt her with me. I was standing outside of a crushed vehicle. They didn't know how I got out. I was set up for all kinds of surgery. I broke every bone in my face. And then I had a miraculous recovery and I started to hear the voices from beyond. Wow, that's unbelievable. You know, I've heard a similar description from other mediums that I've spoken to about their abilities and their gifts that, you know, a lot of times it's something that, I mean, it's something you're born with, but that comes up as, as a child. I mean, it's, you know, you can't process something like that as a kid. You don't really know what's going on. So you push it down and then an event or something will kind of shake things loose or reignite that ability. Exactly. So that's so interesting. And you remember the first encounter. You said you were five. Um, so you remember was, your first encounter with spirit? It was, I was five years old. I remember I shared a room with two of my sisters. Uh, I'm one of nine. I think I mentioned that. And so we were the three babies. So five, four, and two years old. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night and the room was filled with people. And I just thought, because my parents are very Irish and they like their other spirits, that it was house guests. You know, that wasn't <laughs> anything new. Um, but no, I started to like, I could put my hand through them. They were walking through the doors. And uh, I remember this woman dressed almost like a pilgrim, now I know, and staring at me. And I just pull up the covers like, ooh. And um, I, I definitely wanted to shut it off. It was, it was scary as a child. And I said to my sister, Maggie, who are all these people? And she was like, you better be quiet. They're going to take you back to the hospital. So I shut my mouth. I'm just so fascinated with this topic because I've had unexplained phenomena happen to me 
as a child and I've never forgotten it. I've never seen anything uh, physical or not physical, but visual, I guess. I've never really seen anything, but I've felt touch. I've felt touching on my face when no one was there. I've heard voices uh, in empty rooms. And also I've smelled things. I mean, I've uh, smelled my grandmother's perfume in different places and situations. And she wore this very distinctive smell. It was Estee Lauder Youth Dew. I'll never forget it. Wow. I don't know if you've ever smelled that perfume, but you, you remember. Um, so I'm I'm so fascinated with being able to have that ability to, to do that. And I've but it hasn't opened back up really as an adult. I mean, I've experienced the the smell of vision. I guess I call it. I don't know if there's a word for. Is there clair clairsmellance? Claroma. I love yeah. that because I'm familiar with the other the clairaudience, clairsentience, and that kind of thing. And I do uh, feel you know things um, ener energy like in a room from people, which I think everybody can do that kind of emotionally. But I mean, I'd I'd like to develop this a little bit more and be able to uh, kind of build up on that. So what would be the first thing you would suggest I do some things that I could do to kind of ignite those senses? Well, a lot of us too get so busy in our lives that our minds are so full. So it's super important to try to get back into meditation. I feel like being outside is the number one way for you to clear your mind, quiet your mind, stand on the roots of a tree, get out into the woods or nature in any way, because one, you're going to quiet your mind. Two, you're going to be more apt to see a sign like a butterfly, dragonfly, certain birds that kind of follow you around. And the key is definitely being able to recognize what is your own thoughts as opposed to what are spirit connections or conversations or little nudges because I tend to notice that things will come in threes like look to the left look to the left look to the left and then you look and you almost get hit and they're trying to guide you um, they try to get our attention especially with like say the cardinal or you know seeing a certain hawk or things like that so so that's pretty cool so that would be my number one thing to work with meditation a little bit more and just open myself up. And I love to do that where I'll go outside and I love to take walks in the afternoon. And I do, people call it grounding and walking around barefoot. When I was a kid, I was barefoot all the time. And then as you get older, you just don't do it um, because you're afraid of cutting your feet or stepping on things and that kind of thing. So I'll go to a local park and walk around in the grass and just try to to connect and get grounded. So I, I have, I do have to do that more. You're right. Like life just gets in the way. And I try to spend a few, few minutes in the morning kind of centering and, and meditating. And I wanted to ask you something else. Something I like to do is I love card decks and pulling cards. And, you know, I have different, you know, tarot cards, Oracle cards. I have some affirmation ones and I'll, I'll pull different ones during the day. And there's been kind of a lot of flack of red online about, fear of using those kind of cards or how to use them to get in touch with your intuition. I mean, I think it's just kind of a, a fun tool that can be effective to maybe get focused or to have a positive affirmation during the day. How do you feel about that? Do you ever use cards? I actually don't, but I'm not opposed to them. And I have, you know, many friends who do. And of course, Colette Baron reed is one of my besties and um, the Oracle Queen. <laughs> and 
I feel like if you go into it with a certain intention, like, like you said, like I'm going in at a, at a high vibration with love and light and I'm pulling for my highest and best. And I feel like so many people get caught up in the fear of all of it, that they almost feed that energy of fear. And it doesn't have to be that way. I, I am not a huge fan of the Ouija board uh, without proper training. Um, I don't, I think that a lot of like young teens and uh, that come to me will say, I did the Ouija board. Um, now I have like this creepy thing that's, you know, messing with me. So uh, there is something to be said for knowing how to use some of these tools for sure. That's, I'm glad you brought that up because that was going to be my next question where one of my favorite shows is Paranormal Caught on Camera. Have you seen that? No. <laughs> yes. It's a guilty pleasure. My husband laughs at me for, for watching it. He's like, are you watching that dumb ghost story again or that ghost show? Because he oh thinks it's all just a scam and, you know, people set this up because they want to be on TV, which maybe, you know, that, that could it, be part maybe. of it. But yeah. yeah, some of it. But there was a segment about some girls playing with a Ouija board and something bizarre happened. And it seems like these shows are popping up more and more like Ghost Adventures is, is really popular. And, you know, I was going to ask you about that. You said you're not really comfortable with a Ouija board. You know, what do you think about kind of people becoming amateur ghost hunters and sleuths with their phones and trying to make contact with the spirit world. I mean, do you think you should really have some training or go into it with a certain mindset? Yeah. I think that some of them don't realize that, you know, this isn't fun and games. And um, like I, I have that sort of double-edged sword where, you know, don't feed it with fear. And if your intention is, you know, is high and light, um, you know, you can play around with some of these things, but some of, like you said, some of these people just go in willy nilly. They're opening up a portal that they may not know how to uh, perhaps like get rid of an attachment or something that wants to mess with them. I call them lower vibrations. So you have to like, I'm very uh, versed in like recognizing if something feels a little bit lower than I allow in and I know how to get rid of them because it's, it's been, you know, 22 years of doing this work. So I know, but somebody else, so I get emails all the time, like, Oh, you know, um, something's messing with my child. And there are kids are very sensitive and a little bit more susceptible to these mischievous spirits or lower vibration. And uh, in my classes, like I try not to give it too much energy um, about like protection, protection, but I think that you, you definitely need some type of training to know how to handle and, and carry yourself in these types of situations. And that's something that you've been in contact with or had experienced what you call a lower energy. And, and was that frightening to you or yes. how did you feel when, <laughs> when you had that encounter? I mean, I'd freak so, out. You know, I, I try not to now I feel like I'm very strong. And I'm like, oh, no, you didn't. And I'm like, you get out. Um, and I'll, you know, put up my dukes. But it will be for me if I'm super tired. I'm in the half awake, half asleep state. It's when the veil is thinnest between here and the other side between 3 and 5 a.m. A lot of people, as you know, wake up 3.15 a.m., 3.33 a.m. And that's when, for me, if I 
do not have self-care and take care of my energy reserves and whatnot, um, I can be more susceptible. So I've had it where it's been, you know, kind of a dark energy. And I say my prayers, you know, the good Catholic girl, I'm like, hell Mary. And, you know, I put up my crosses. <laughs> and But I try not to get caught up in that, like, you know, dousing the room with holy water. But um, I think that people need to know about it. And it's not talked about a lot. And, you know, my heart is most of my work that I do, I'm not sure if you know, is with hospice. So I help um, adults and children pass with terminal illness. So when I go into those homes, I feel like the energy is so high and it's at such a high, beautiful, loving vibration. That's where I reside. That's where I like to be. So that's that. And that's such beautiful work you're doing. I, I didn't realize that you were working with hospice. I knew you did a lot of work with grief and helping people when they're in that kind of situation. And I just want to give you the big shout out for hospice because they were so wonderful working with me and my family when my mother passed. Yeah. And uh, it's, I think the day that you leave this earth is as important as the day you arrive. And I think people Same. don't like yep. to... <laughs> don't you, do yeah, you agree I like right to make it, yeah like a celebration of, of life and memories and I go into a home and I'm like come on everyone don't be afraid come on in I told teach them how to do light touch I teach teach them how to do like a nice beach meditation and to have everybody tell their best story and sort of keep the energy really up and positive because of course you're going to feel it to heal it and, and cry and shed tears and have natural grief processes but it can be as beautiful as the birth where they're coming you know leaving to go home and um i've been doing this work for 25 years and now it's all children because i get so many requests that i have decided to put the children first so i'm at children's you know hospital in boston hasbro rhode island i go to homes but i'll work with the families through the process with my background in hands-on healing, holistic healing, Chinese medicine, anything to help the children and the families get through it and, um, you know, be as, as okay as they can be on, you know, when it's the other side of it. It's so important. I think it's such an important work. And I think there's still a lot to be done in this country with hospice where, you know, I think a lot of times the emphasis is on, well, let's keep this person alive at all costs and, you know, pumping money into unnecessary surgeries and, and procedures and things like that. When I think really the focus should shift to, you know, let's make this a beautiful transition, you know, obviously when there's nothing else that, that can be done, you know, when you're at right. that point, rather than put families and the person through unnecessary, you know, unnecessary trauma. I think it's just awful. I mean, I remember with my father, he had like late stage Alzheimer's and he had fallen and the doctor was pressuring my mother to give him hip replacement surgery. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, we're not wow. going to put this man through, you know, this invasive surgery for what, you know? Exactly. So, exactly. I, I mean, I, I feel really, really strongly about that. So is that something that you teach people at your university? Do you teach hospice workers or people that are interested in that kind of work? Um, I, you oh, know, how, how to do it, I, different programs? It, yeah, it runs the gamut. I have, I have folks through the university that are looking to 
um, fine tune their intuition or become a medium. And then I have the other half is those that are grieving. So there'll be uh, grief lessons and things like that. And then I do have a lot of healthcare workers that work with death and dying. And so it's, it's kind of like a quarter of this, a quarter of that, a quarter of this. So folks that are searching for, you know, there's such a shift right now. There always is. But now more than ever to know more about life after death and our purpose and, you know, why are we still here and what can I do to sort of hone and light the spiritual pilot and learn all I can about all things soul and spirit related. I even teach intuition nutrition because I feel that nutrition plays a huge role in how clear you are to the energies and the information and your intuition. And then the next minute I'm teaching spirit communication made easy with psychometry exercises with pictures and items. And then the other one is missing people, FBI work, cold cases. So there's something really for everyone interested in, in learning. It's pretty cool. That's so interesting. I love that. And I hope people go to your website and check that out at MaureenHancock.com. And psychometry, tell people what that is, because I've done that before. And it's really amazing what the information that you can get. Yeah. So psychometry, you would use or hold an item of a past loved one that might be a piece of jewelry, a piece of clothing, um, looking at a photograph. And that item holds the energy and the vibration of the person that owned it. And when you hold, like, say, when I'm teaching a live workshop and I'm holding a pin, I might be like, okay, this is your father's. He was Navy, World War II, he's telling me five children, and it brings through the spirit that way. It's just another tool uh, to help you connect to spirit. And I use pictures a lot when I do missing person cases and um, murders and things like that with the police, and they'll have me look at a picture, and I can tell through the eyes if they're still here or not. I, I have three missing cases I'm working on this week. I stop for a while because it takes a lot of energy to do it, but I can get information from photos, maps, things like that. So psychometry is a pretty powerful tool to use. I mean, I was amazed just doing it. Um, I did it in a group with some other people, and I was blown away with the kind of information that you're able to get. It's, it's really a cool exercise. And the work that you're doing with law enforcement, is that something that you talk about in your book, The Medium Next Door? So people can read yes. that if they're interested. Yes, I, I do. Like The Medium Next Door book, it, it's sort of like um, half memoir, half teaching. So every chapter has a teaching element at the end, exercises for you to practice and you know talk about my journey how I got here and then there is a chapter on a missing person case that I worked on that's pretty popular around the New England area and um, how that came to be I talk another chapter about the TV stuff that I've done and what I've learned from that and then a lot of moms who have physically lost children so the book is definitely heavy on how to deal with child loss at any age. So my sister tells her story with her son's passing. So there's little tidbits of everything, but then there's ways for you to hone in. So it's not just like reading someone else's story. It's learning from it and people love it. So I'm really grateful for that. 
And that book's been out for a few years, right? So people can it find has, that on Amazon or your website. And <laughs> Yeah, they can get no, it on my great. website, marmenehancock.com, or they can get it on Amazon even cheaper. When they get it through my website, I personally sign it. So yeah, or they can download it, you know, to their, I don't know if people even still use Kindle, but <laughs> that, and um, it's a quick read. It's fun. And I was a former stand-up comedian, so I'm the comedian medium. And um, you laugh, you cry, and you heal and learn through the book. And I'm working on my second one, finally. And it's kind of like the art of dying. So it's all that hospice work and what I've learned from the journey before, during, and after death. And we've all been there. So it gives a lot of tips on helping someone die with dignity and making it a beautiful transition. That's so great. It's so important to get that information out there. And we're going to take a break in a, a minute or two. And we've got a ton of people that want to talk to you. And I'm okay. excited that you'll be able to chat with some people and maybe share some messages in the next segment. But I do want to tell people as well about the retreat you've got going on in June at the Art of Living in North Carolina, June 21st to the 23rd. So people can check that out, artoflivingretreatcenter.org. It looks beautiful. I've never been there, but how can you go wrong in the mountains? But what I thought was interesting is that part of your program, you're going to be offering things like chakra balancing and qigong and other mind-body techniques to yeah. is that to help people kind of open up those uh those stuck places and be able to receive messages a lot easier yeah definitely i mean i can't wait either i've never been but it looks absolutely beautiful and it's the mind body and soul weekend where i have put together you know the last 25 years of of all my learning all things holistic soul mediumship everything. And uh, it's like 10 workshops in one. So we're doing past lives and we're doing Qigong, like you said, chakra balancing, all of those things combined help you to become the clearest channel for your intuition and to connect with spirit. And then I'll be doing messages all weekend. And it's a smaller group right now. So it's definitely the place to catch me uh, where I'm, I'm going to try to make sure everyone gets a message throughout the weekend. So it's just going to be very interactive and exercises and fun, beautiful healing. Well, that sounds amazing. So if people are going to be in the area or thinking of a little trip, check that out. So we're going to take a short break here and go to your calls, which will be very exciting, or go to our calls. So give us a, a buzz if you want to talk to Maureen, 816-251-3555. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. When listeners like you contribute to Unity Online Radio, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate to make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Rev. Wendy Craig Purcell from Unity San Diego discussing change and transition. 
And as we begin to really identify the endings in our lives, to deal with them completely and wholly, to heal from them as we must, as we are willing to be in a time of not knowing, a time of uncertainty, but a time of trusting that there is a blueprint, there is a plan, there is a destiny. As we move successfully through these experiences, we will find that we are evolving and emerging into something new and different. And everyone and everything that has been happening in your life, both the things that are easy and good and pleasant, and those things that are challenging and painful and difficult, are drivers for your own evolution. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Since 1924, Daily Word has offered inspiration and practical teachings through daily prayer messages to help people of all faiths live happy, healthy lives. The magazine includes two months of daily affirmations, messages, articles, and spiritual poetry to help you get inspired. Subscriptions are available for print editions in large type and Spanish, as well as the digital subscription package that includes the online magazine with audio, smartphone app, and daily email. Get your subscription today. Visit dailyword.com or unity.org. Unity is proud to announce the first-ever New Thought Walden Awards, honoring 27 leaders who are helping to change the world. Some are well-known, but most are unsung heroes. They care about spirituality, healing, interfaith understanding, caring for the earth, and social activism. Read about them in the September-October edition of Unity Magazine, or go online to waldenawards.com. Congratulations to all. Take a trip with Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Central and tune in to World Spirituality. A lifelong student and practitioner of many world spiritual teachings, Paul guides you to the unity and common values shared by all world religions. We really are all connected. Take a journey with Paul and explore our planet's spiritual landscape with insight, humor, and practical advice for all. Join the show with your question or comment right here on Unity Online Radio. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Be Present, The Diane Ray Show. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for joining the show today. My guest is Maureen Hancock, and we're just having a great conversation about her work as a spirit medium, an intuitive teacher, a holistic healer, some of her experiences. And we're also going to be taking your calls. So if you would like to join the show, 816-251-3555 and see Maureen in action. Maybe she can make a connection for you. So I, I always love to hear mediums working and making these connections with people. I think it's so amazing what you're able to do. So I'll just grab somebody here at random and let's go to line two and Danielle. And Danielle, you are on the air with Maureen Hancock. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you doing? Great. I'm so glad you could join the show, and I'm excited you're on here with Maureen. And you're joining us from Arizona. So was there someone you wanted to connect with? Um, 
I would love to see if there's like any energy that Maureen can bring through for me. That would be amazing. Okay. So hello there. Hey there. How are you? Good, good, good. So just um, because we only have a couple minutes per caller, I'm going to tell you the strongest energy around you. And then I'll ask you, is this someone that you'd like me to try to bring through? And I definitely have um, an older gentleman coming through first, kind of saluting, uh, you know, definitely feels like more like a grandfather and also a younger male who passed abruptly and he might not be related. So sometimes you become the messenger and I feel like, um, it's, it might be hard for you to shut your mind off. You get a lot of stuff like dreams and, you know, maybe waking up a lot lately. And I just feel like you're highly intuitive. Um, who are you hoping to hear from most? Do you understand the younger person? Yeah, I think I might know who that is, and I would love to communicate a message to his mother. Okay, so I get a fast passing. I have chills up and down my body. I do keep hearing that there were unanswered questions, and I did feel like it was someone not related. Do you understand that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So you become the messenger, and I feel like that's how you are in life. You're always, like, trying to help others, and it's really cool. And did you get back into yoga? You know, it's funny because I've been more into meditation. I was doing some yoga poses the other night. <laughs> okay, because I just heard that, um, and maybe even from this grandfather that I think you didn't know, by the way. But from the boy, he just said, you know, tell her I'm sorry. It all happened so fast. My head hurts, by the way. Um, do you know if there was some unanswered questions there? Um, I know that he had passed. Um, I And he, I think it was from like a drug-related thing. Yeah, and that's what I thought. So that's where the questions come in, like almost like, okay, someone was trying to tell a different story and they didn't give the whole story and that kind of thing. So, but definitely let his mom know. I mean, I feel like he, there's either one of two or he has two siblings and I feel like a brother and I know there was a mm -hmm. tattoo. Do you know, do you understand? Yes, his name is Sean, I believe. Okay. And so, and there's definitely a tattoo and I think it's a cross. So, Pass okay. along to the mom. Do you know? Yes, I know her. Okay, good. And just the information. So, but lots of love from the heavens above. And thank you for calling in. Thank you. And I joined your university recently. I love it, by the way. You do? Oh, thank yes. you. Yeah. And have you yes. been on a live yet? I do an hour and a half live every month. I haven't, but I you responded via email, so I appreciate that because I did a photograph psychic test, and I like guessed that it was your son. It was insane. Like I didn't know oh, how to pick up on all okay. that energy. I remember. Yeah. So June first, I'll see you live. I'll send out the link, and thank you for joining. Thank you, Maureen. Have a good day. Okay. You too. Bye bye. Thanks. Bye. Oh, that's so cool that you were able to hear from someone that just joined up the university. I know. And That's you great. Said Arizona, I love it. Right. So I, yes. I definitely, and, and I have some people from other countries, India, Japan, Germany. Uh, it's really cool. Isn't that Denmark. great? You can just connect with people all over the world. Yeah. It's pretty wild and I'm so humbled, you know? 
I love it. And just everybody can connect all like-minded people that, that share a similar interest and just all sharing that energy is amazing. And I'm just curious, before we go to the next call, when you were uh, talking to Danielle, I know some other mediums see things visually. Like I had asked uh, John Holland, another medium who's a friend of yours as well. And like he'll mm. see a bottle of booze or, or, you know, like a whiskey bottle if there's an alcohol problem or something like that. Is your, um, how, how do you see things when you Yeah, so we all develop a database or card catalog and of signs and symbols and things. So whenever I see just a few examples, I'll see a Navy ship if they were in the Navy, or I'll see, um, you know, clergy, I might see the flying nun, (laughs) or I'll see TV references of shows that I'm familiar with. And so, yeah, it's, it's, as they're coming in, it's fast and furious. And it's like they're yelling out of a speeding car. And I, I hear I'm clear audience then I'll see things clairvoyance. I can feel how they pass. And then I also do medical intuitive stuff. So I work with a couple of surgeons and cardiologists and different doctors. So that's like pretty cool, but we all have it. We really do. Wow, that's that's so amazing. Let's go to another call, and we'll talk with Debbie calling from Maryland. And hi, Debbie, you're on the air with Maureen Hancock. Hi, how are you? Hi there, how are you? I should already know, right? Yeah, go ahead. Hi, Um, you want to know who I want to connect with, or just... Well, there's a strong woman around you, very muddly. Who are you hoping to hear from? Um, That would be one. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, good. Let me start there. So uh, right away, this woman, she's funny. She was like, pushed her way through, like, I'm not waiting. (laughs) I'm like, okay. (laughs) So, um, and and she does make me laugh in kind of a dry wit kind of a way. Um, I definitely feel an illness. I feel like I have trouble breathing. Um, and your dad's passed as well. Yes, that's correct. <clears throat> Excuse me. Someone definitely had a lung issue because <clears throat> now I'm yep. feeling it like Whoopi Goldberg. They both did. Wow. <clears throat> wow. They just took over my body. That was amazing. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> But, you know, definitely your father pulling out the oxygen. I think it was COPD. Um, I know somebody even smoked, like, non-filter cigarettes. And do you know Charles? Yes. Who's that? My uncle. Okay. Um, You have a strong family. I mean, this is a strong family bond. And your mom... Um, I'm not sure what this is, but I heard let bygones be bygones. And I feel like that might be things that are going on, <clears throat> you know, now in your life. And, and I feel like your dad shows, brings dimes. Do you find dimes a lot? Um, maybe Ooh. I'll have to watch out for that. <laughs> oh, you will now. You sure will <laughs> right. now. And then I also keep hearing three kids, three of one sex. Does that make sense? Um, Three kids, yes, but not all of one sex. Oh, no, I just meant either way. When they bring up the reference of three children, it's either there's three or you're one of three or you have three or it could be three. So where did the three come in? Are you one of three? I'm one of I'm one of three. Perfect. And and then is it two girls and a boy? Yep, exactly. And then which is your brother separated? No. So it'd be like two live close, one's far away. That would be me. I live far away from them. 
Okay. And mom's just talking about that. Um, who were you hoping for most of all today when you called in? Both of them. My Both of my parents. Yeah. Love it. Love it. They're around. <laughs> They're just amazing. Like they just are so proud of you. And what is the work you do with kids? Um, I don't do anything with kids, but my daughter's in school to work with kids. Oh, then that's it. Okay. Because I, you know, I could hear loud and clear and I have chills running up my legs. Like tell her she's going to make a difference in thousands of lives of children and special needs, by the way. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. And my niece does actually works with kids with special needs. Love it. And who's Katie, Kathleen, Kathy? Living. Um, yeah, you'll you'll think of it as something like Kate, and it was when you were talking about um, the special needs. It'll come together. Okay. But hey, lots of love from the heavens above, and know they are with you. Thank you so okay, much. Can I just ask one question? I'm sure. Sorry. Um, did they say anything about like any upcoming um, important like celebrations that are coming up or anything like that? Well, here's the thing, because basically you kind of just said it, and I want you to yeah. trust that they are already there, that they, you know, they love to be at weddings. They love, you know, when there's a new baby, things like that. Um, they are absolutely there and it raises the vibration when there's a celebration and, um, and the signs are more prevalent. And I'm just going to throw this out. I just saw a rainbow. So that, I don't know, that might be the sign that you get, but yes, okay. they know, they absolutely know what's going on. And, um, yeah, and is there a baby boy coming? Do you know? We just had one. We did. It would okay. have been their great grandson. Perfect. So, because here's where interpretation. They showed me a baby boy, and awesome. um, and what a gifted little soul that kid is. Okay. So listen, <laughs> awesome. lots of love Thanks. from the heavens above, and um, take care. They'll be there. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye bye. Thanks, Debbie. Wow, that was so cool. You could get such accurate information you knew about the baby and about the uncle and wow i mean it's like the solar flares or the full moon but something is more amplified today and i've been feeling it all day and i have to tell you because you need to know that all day your mother has been with me diane and just like make sure she oh mine yes oh wow that's great (laughs) you know you need to get back to your writing and you know, she was just giving me little quips all day. Like, and I'm like, okay, I'll remember to tell her, but it was really cool. Cause they don't usually come in early. Like I'm having a yard sale. <laughs> like, can you come back later? But she wanted That's to That's so interesting. Too. I know. Well, I've been thinking about her a lot. You know, I like, I think about her all the time, but just, you know, lately and just wishing that, Oh, I'd love to tell her this, you know, when we miss our loved ones, we just, we want to call yeah. them. And so I'll just yeah. have to, Oh, thank you for sharing that. That's great. Yeah. And it's so cool because I didn't expect it. And I was like, oh, you're Diane's mother. And she was like, yes, you know, you need to tell her I'm here. And I'm the symbol of the butterfly. And, you know, I'm with it. It was just really cool. Oh, wow. That is so great. Um, And, you know, yesterday when I was walking, it's um, just got a chill when you mentioned the butterfly. Because I was looking at one and just kind of staring at it because it was so beautiful. It was a beautiful orange monarch. Oh. And uh, 
it just really caught my eye and I just was staring at it, you know, for a minute as I was walking by like, oh, that's such a beautiful butterfly. And so, wow, she was paying a visit. I love it. 100%. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I didn't expect I'm kind of like thrown because I wasn't I expecting that. You know, we're giving people messages here and I wasn't expecting to get one. So I know. I Do you that. know oh, um, like you. Margaret or um, anyone like Marion or something like that? Yes. Yes. Tell me. <laughs> yes. Marjorie. 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 <laughs> That's it. She's that? she's very strong, you know. She's come she's come through before. This was a, a long time ago um, when I had a reading. You might know Sandy Taylor's sister, uh, Sharon Klingler. Uh, I don't know if you know them. Oh but yes. yeah, yeah, at she, Lilydale. Yes, at Lilydale. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that that was an, my aunt Marjorie who also kind of guided me even to take this job with Unity. <laughs> Wow. Because, she, yeah. She yeah. Just, like, I, I was like, who are you? <laughs> she just pops in. Mm. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's so amazing. Oh, thank you okay. so much. You're here, welcome. let me let me jump over here. This might be a familiar voice because I want to go to Nancy and she's in Massachusetts. So maybe you'll hear a familiar sounding voice anyway, if she's from... <laughs> From the Boston area. Okay. <laughs> Nancy, okay. welcome to the show. I'm so kind of freaking out over Maureen's uh, message here. But go ahead. I want to hear a message for you. Thanks for joining the show today. Hi, Maureen. How are you? Hello there. So, I'm so okay, happy you answered um, my call. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm so happy you answered my call. Oh, good. So a couple of things going on, and then I'll ask you who you're hoping for. Um, I definitely have a strong father or, or father figure. And, um, and is your mom passed? Yes. Do you know what I just heard? She's really here to hear from me. That's why she's calling yeah. in. <laughs> is that true? It's true. Yeah. I love it. So she pushed that guy out of the way. But, um, and I do feel an illness, illness with your mom. Is that right? Yeah. A, we don't really know. There's a bunch of things going on. So and it was recently. Uh, it's only been two weeks. Yesterday. Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry. Well, yeah. you know what? It usually takes two to three months for them to come through or to figure out how to get through to a medium. At least for me, I can connect right away. It's just a little all over the place. But the energy with your mother is not all over the place. So that means she is extremely like settled and uh, like I'm in charge like that's how I get her like I'm fine mm -hmm. like she didn't complain a lot she didn't tell a lot of people what was going on with her she's very excited to tell you like I feel like the, her, the first one there was her mother to greet her and um, I'm asking her to slow down and is your dad passed no oh maybe it's her father but that was like oh do you know Jimmy James that's my dad's father. Yes, so there he is, okay? Um, she I've never met him. She saw him. Wow, my head is like pounding because she is so desperate for you to all know that she's okay. And she is just like, I'm fine. I've got this. And I do feel like, I don't know if she threw a clot or something, but was she on Coumadin? She was. Okay, because something went wrong with something. And, you know, 
I just heard I wasn't afraid and I know everyone was trying to get there. And I do feel a few people around her when she passed. Is that right? Yeah, we all went to her um, apartment as soon as we got the call. My sister was with her. Okay. But she was sleeping. I don't know if she was sleeping and I don't know. Okay. Well, she wasn't afraid. And it did, you know, she had a lot of stuff going on, like congestive heart failure and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And her kidneys. Yeah. And then she just said she threw a clot or something. That's what I feel, something weird. But she wasn't afraid. Um, is she, was she kind of funny in a wise way? You know what I mean? If she just... She just was, she was funny. She just didn't care what people thought, you know. She was Can just, I just tell you, because she was, I got to tell you, she's being a little bit cheeky because she just said like, and then I saw my mother and I said, oh crap, I died. <laughs> so she was yeah, like. My, well, my nana, my nana's still living. So maybe it's her grandmother. Okay. It, or it's her mother-in-law or something. Is anyone Dottie? Mm-hmm. Dorothy, Dorothy, mm. something like that. Maybe on her, uh, my sister's side. I'm not sure. Oh, I bet you'll find out. Because I feel like Dottie was there or Doris was there. And um, and then who's plain old Mary? We have an aunt, aunt Mary that's living. Okay. There's someone passed, too. And I know we all have a Mary, but I did hear it. So, you know, she is a little bit all over the place, but I know... Yeah, and I feel like she was close with her mother's mother and someone's Helen. So if you don't get it right now, you'll definitely get it later. Helen, Ellen, something mm-hmm. like that. But she's so cool. She's like, I'm fine. Don't worry about a thing. She doesn't want you to spend a lot of money. And she's like, that's how she is. But, um, mm-hmm. oh, my, my head. She is just needs you to know she is okay. So lots of that's love. That's my biggest question. Yeah. Oh my God. She's so cool. She's chill. She doesn't complain. She doesn't want the fuss. That's how it is. And do you know Claire? No. What's her name? Patty. Someone is definitely Claire. I bet it's like a friend of yours, mother, something. You'll get it. She's trying to figure it out and watch for the signs. I know Cardinal is going to be one for her. She's like, oh, I like the birds. So, mm-hmm. um, and then I just heard there's nothing, tell your sister, there's nothing she could have done to save me. I heard that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So watch for the signs that this lady is so powerful. You're going to have them, but try not to look too hard and she will find you. So lots of okay. love from the heavens above. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for calling, Nancy. That's so sad, just so recent that the passing was, but just you were, yeah, I've heard that. I mean, so that was a rare thing that you you would be able to connect with someone who had passed so recently. Yeah. And then it was like all these names kept coming at me. So she's still in that transition period of like, oh, and then, you know, I met your friend Lisa's mother, Claire, and then I met this, you know what I mean? Like it's a little bit all over. But when she was really in my face, it was like, I am fine. I am fine. I don't want any fuss. I don't want any fighting. That's how she is. So it was, it, that was really powerful. And then my head was throbbing. So I could just tell like, 
you know, maybe she had a stroke or something, but that's what it felt like. Wow, that's so interesting. So you you would think right when you pass over, I guess there's kind of a getting used to it period, I would imagine. Yeah, it's, like... the, it's the transition period for sure. And it's when, you know, passing from the physical to non-physical and um, being this light body and being like, woo, and like, how do I control this? It's all over the place. And then they, sometimes they have others there that are showing them how to give signs and how to connect and things like that. So um, some transition faster than others. I've noticed, for instance, like a tragic passing or a suicide or something so unexpected, they may especially a car accident, they have a little bit longer because they're trying to like, whoa, you know, what just happened? And they kind of stick around a little bit longer. When someone had a long illness, I feel like they um, pretty much cross right over. They make sure everyone here is okay. And they, if they can talk in a dream, by the way, a dream visit, they're going to say, I'm okay. If they can talk, if not, they just show up briefly, quickly. Sometimes you get a hug from heaven, um, things like that. But if you have a dream where they're upset, sick, yelling at you, that's a mind dump. That's not really a visitation. That's you clearing and healing. Wow, that is incredible. We have about five minutes, so maybe time for one more quick connection here. Because there's so many people, and I know they all want to talk with you. Let's go to Molly on line five. And Molly, thank you so much for joining the show. You are on with Maureen. Oh, my God. This is crazy. Hi. Hi. I love your excitement. Um, I'll ask you in a minute. My heart's been racing this whole time. Nice. (laughs) So you're feeling the energy. That's the quickening. That's when you feel spirit, when you feel like your heart's racing or you feel chills or anything like that. And, you you know, you definitely have a couple of young people around you in spirit and um, a grandmother. Who are you hoping to hear from today? Um, Definitely my grandparents. Grandparents? Okay. Yeah. And I know there's a younger male as well trying to reach out. Your grandmother is the strongest around you. And what's with you in school or going back? I was thinking about um, getting my MBA at some point when I can afford it. So think harder, you know, because she's just like, (laughs) reach for the stars. You can do this. Like, I want her to go back to school and I want her to do even more. And I know that you're working hard. She knows, I should say. And, um, but she, this woman has a lot of faith, by the way. Um, I don't know if I see the cross of Jesus. So, but yeah, like praying for you, right. Was she very religious? Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So she's praying for you and this is good. And, um, um, also the name Teresa comes up, but it may be. St. Teresa, the little flower, or Mother Teresa, but I'm leaning towards St. Teresa. Was she Catholic? Yes. Okay. I bet you there's a devotion to to St. Teresa or something like that, the little flower. So just remember that, okay? And you have had dreams of her, right? Yes. (laughs) I just heard I always come to her. It's been a while. And what's the April connection? April? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure right at this moment. 
Yeah, you'll get it later, but I was told to bring up April. And um, okay. do you do you know somebody like a younger person that their own actions cross them over? Yes. How do you know him? Um, if I think it's who it is, um, my, my cousin's boyfriend. My cousin's boyfriend. He just said, can you please say I'm sorry? Can you please apologize for me? I was not in my right mind. He definitely had toxins in his system, but he's asking you. And um, do you know anybody like Kyle? No. Okay. Remember that because it's connected to this boy. Um, and it's okay. definitely, a, it's a fat, like they're saying it fast. So it's like Kyle or just remember that because it's connected to this boy. Let's go back to your grandmother. She's definitely your number one guardian angel. No, she's always <laughs> with you. Okay. And keep talking to her like you do. She's your number one. Go back to school and lots of love <laughs> from the heavens above. Thank you. That's so great. I got to jump in. We're just wrapping up. Thank you so much, Molly, for calling and being a part of the show. And thank you, Maureen. You are amazing. And I hope people go to your site, MaureenHancock.com, finding out more about you and your work. And just thanks for being a part of the show. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.